Welcome to <laughs> Welcome to 2A to B or not 2A to B. Uh, so, so we will be discussing. Sorry, I really am eating my chocolate. Uh, uh, white matter disease. Um, we're going to put them into categories first. Love. Yeah, love a category. So, uh, should I tell you the categories? Because yes. I don't think you can guess them. No. Um, so, the first is going to be idiopathic slash autoimmune slash well, inflammatory. Oh, yeah, we're going to do adult. Well, some of these are peds, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ignore yeah. that. Then. Ignore that. Um, we're going to do idiopathic slash autoimmune slash inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to talk about toxic metabolic. Yeah. So there's a second category. Third category is going to be vascular, white matter changes. Yeah. Fourth category is going to be viral. Okay. Yeah. Fifth is going to be post-viral. Uh, I was going to say, and post-viral? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then the sixth category is going to be iatrogenic. Okay. Uh, and then our seventh category is going to be, we're going to add in some peds, leukodystrophies. Happy? Very happy. Righto. Let's begin. Okay. So again, so there's seven categories we're talking about. Idiopathic, autoimmune inflammatory, toxic metabolic, vascular, viral, post-viral, iatrogenic, peds. Okay. Let's begin. Idiopathic slash autoimmune slash inflammatory. Tell me a white matter disease that you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, what does tell me about the two types of MS or like the broad categories of MS? Oh, so it, um, is it relapsing remitting? Yeah. Or progressive? progressive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Um, and then within progressive, you can have primary progressive, yeah. which is slow onset, and you don't have like discrete exacerbations. But you can also have secondary progressive, which gets worse and worse, but relapsing and remitting. Yeah. So it's like a sawtooth yeah. going up. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about MS. How does it present? Um, ooh, several presentations, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, can be um, subtle things, like um, weird headaches, visual things. Um, What's the visual thing? Classic visual thing. Um, Optic neuritis. Which presents as? I knew you were going to ask that. As soon as I asked the question, I was like, I don't actually know the answer. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know that you lose uh, being able to see the colour red. It's a weird fact I can tell you about optic neuritis. Okay. I think it's painful eye movements. Yes. Because do you remember that, when I thought yeah. I had um, optic neuritis and actually I had COVID? <laughs> What? Which one did you have then? I had painful eye movements. Oh. And I thought, oh shit, I've got optic neuritis. I've got MS in lockdown. Disaster. And actually, I had COVID. Oh, oh. Uh, tell me, how does... Oh, um, sorry. sorry. Partial transient visual loss lasts last less than an hour. I know it. Oh, it's very shit. Sorry. Signs and symptoms. Sudden loss of vision, sudden blurred or foggy vision, pain on movement. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So that's a classic presentation yeah. of MS. The eye one, and then there's more like you can get like, body ones, yeah. more like neurological stuff. So weird and wonderful like neurological neurology. Like weird um, coordination problems, yeah. speech problems. Yeah, tingling, weird places, yes. um, wetting yourself is a classic oh, one. Young people that wet themselves, you always have to think about MS. Weird. Um, Good. How do we... Uh, who's MS most common in? Women. Yeah. 
uh, middle age. Yeah. Where do they come from? Oh, uh, white? Northern latitudes. Oh. It's a weird thing about sunlight and MS. Uh, yeah. So like people around the equator, yeah. even if they're white, don't yeah. tend to get MS. Okay. Weird so what fact. countries is that like? Um, Nordic instead? Yeah, yeah, Nordic. So it's anything like above. <laughs> I don't know where the... Um, yeah, yeah. What's the line called? There's like Cancer and Capricorn. I don't know which one's the northern one. Okay. But it's anything above that. Yeah. Um, weird fact. There's something they think to do with like vitamin D maybe. It's like protective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, it can be associated with other autoimmune diseases, particularly Graves and Myasthenia Gravis. Okay. So that could be like in a question, be like patient with Myasthenia Gravis presents with this. And you're like, I yeah, uh, I'm not sure if I knew it. Maybe not. Um, histopathologically, what's going on? Um, demyelination. Yeah. Why? Uh, due to an enzyme. <laughs> so um, lymphocytes are attacking yeah, the, the oligodendrocytes, okay. which make, if you remember, yeah. the, the myelin of the white matter. Yeah. Um, how? Do we diagnose MS? Um, so it can't be diagnosed in one sitting. Really nice. So it has to be... Who's... Uh, who made up that rule? Ah, oh, yes. Is it Williams? No. Dorset? No. Don't tell me. Muck someone? Yeah. Muck. Muck who? Um, he's also got a really good nursery rhyme. McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's criteria. McDonald's criteria. What's McDonald's criteria? It's to do with like, um, like I'm going to say it in a muddled way, so I'm going to be clear. As usual. And then you'll say it in a clear way, just (laughs) for purposes in the podcast. But it's, um, has to be like changes in time and in number, like distribution, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think that was that muddled. Oh, okay. Uh, there must be lesions separated in space and time. Yeah. So you've got space, different areas, mm-hmm. time, new lesions across scans. Yeah. Very nice. So your first MS scan might be very suggestive of MS. So you won't be diagnosed. Um, unless, how could you be? Spine? No. So if I tell you time. Yeah. Could you date? No. Yeah. Could you date different lesions? Oh yes. Um, just they have different signal changes. So it's about enhancement. Oh, enhancement. Enhancing is active. Non-enhancing old. is old. Fine. So if you've got some that are enhancing and some that aren't, you yeah. can actually diagnose MS on that first scan. Fine. Very nice. Don't bite your nails. Oh. You can hear it on the thing. Oh. <laughs> um, tell me. So. You've got a scan that looks like MS. Yeah. Why does it look like MS? Um, so the classic thing is um, white matter lesions that yeah. are perpendicular to the um, ventricles. So like Dawson's fingers. Very nice. Um, as well as... Where are you going to see them? What sequence are you going to see them best on? Think about any white matter lesion. I know. T2? What's a better T2? Oh, flare. Flare. 
Exactly. Uh, very nice. You get Dawson's fingers, which are um, could be described as periventricular ovoid foci of T2 prolongation. They point towards the ventricles. So we're thinking about them the other way. Yeah. yeah. Um, called Dawson's fingers. The corpus callosum is often affected, and that's best seen on the sagittal flare. Yeah. La la la. What else? Sorry. <laughs> um, so enhancement. If it's enhancing, that's suggestive of active demyelination. Yeah. It's an active plaque. Um, and why? What's? Why does it enhance? Why does an active plaque enhance? So it's not vascularity, but it's um, inflammation of the blood brain barrier and so breakdown of the blood brain barrier so you've got like leaching of contrast yeah. is how i think of it um very nice um if you get i've never heard of this before so i wouldn't expect you to know it, but you might do um lesions that are dark on t1 mm -hmm. are called black holes and they're associated with really severe demyelination and axon loss I haven't seen this. no i don't think i've seen them either so like <laughs> I can imagine them showing us one in the 2B and then they sh they're like, what's this? And you're like, oh, that's a T1 black, black hole. That's a indicator that it's quite severe. Um, what else do you look for on a MS scan? So you've seen the plaques. What else do you do? You want to count them, see their distribution. Yeah. Once you've done the plaques, oh, what's the next what thing else? you do? What else can they get? Spine. Spine, sure. Really nice. That wasn't my question, but I know you love spinal imaging. <laughs> so there's something that Audrey, yeah. um, makes you do. And so to look at this, the number and the um, pattern, yeah. you look at the most recent like, scan. Yeah. Why do you look at the first, first scan, scan they ever had? Just see how they enlarged or progressed or changed. No, you could do that on the most recent. Okay. What are you looking at? It's a more global brain thing. atrophy. Yes, exactly. Um, so chronic MS leads to cortical atrophy, and you get thinning of the corpus callosum, uh, and you also get changes in the MRI spectroscopy, which I'm just going to tell you. So you yeah. get reduced NAA, yeah. increased choline, increased lipids, increased lactate. Okay. I mean that. I can just imagine that being in a question. Yeah, and remember we did draw the. Yeah. So it should be like that or something, yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna ask a question when we talk about cortical atrophy, yeah, on an image, on imaging, does it just look like normal diffuse atrophy or does it look like the cortex is actually thin? no, it just looks like diffuse, like yeah, cortex. yeah, yeah. Um, tell me about some like a different type of MS. Have you ever heard of one that can be a bit alarming? Um, that's a weird question, I know. Is it um, not MS? Is it something that mimics? No, it's MS, okay. but it's mimicking something else. Oh. So it's called tumefactive MS. Tumefactive means looks like a tumour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your eye's really itchy. Yeah, I don't know why. You smell 16? I'm just tired. Okay, back up, have some more wine. Yeah. <laughs> tumefactive MS describes the occasionally seeing, seen ring enhancement, a mass-like appearance of an active MS plaque, mm -hmm. But you can tell it apart from a brain tumour because it won't have, the demyelinating lesion won't have a significant mass effect. Yeah. And the ring enhancement is usually complete or incomplete? Incomplete. Incomplete, exactly. 
Um, as you said, MS well, involves... Well, that's so tricky because you could see a brain tumour before it's caused from that effect. So. Sure. Yeah, but, you, you know, it's a nice way of, like, in the 2B being like, I think this is Stop an MS plaque because yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Stop rubbing your face. Uh, MS involves the spinal cord in a substantial minority of patients. So the spine is routinely evaluated. Spinal involvement is usually short segment and unilateral. And you can get isolated spinal. Unilateral, spine. what do they mean by that? So on one side of the cord. So it's only affecting like the right side. You're only getting right-sided symptoms or whatever. How can you get on one side of the cord? Usually, isn't it like a transverse white? No, white I think hat? that's the point. It's like a... A blob. It's on one side. Yeah, going like centered. craniocaudal rather than going transverse. Okay. Why does that only affect one side, though? What do you mean, why does it only affect one but side? draw. Because the spinal cord's separated into left and right. If you see the spinal cord on imaging, yeah. are you just trying to say that it's like literally like that? <laughs> what are you showing me here? This is a spinal cord. Yeah, is this sagittal, transverse? Um, coronal. Coronal. So, yeah. Top, yeah. tail. Yeah. So I'm saying uh, this is your right, right Yeah. and left. Yeah. You see it, yeah, along one side. Along one side, okay. yeah. Because you know, like those are the, the motor neurons, right? Go down, yeah. But they are sided, like yeah. You can have a lower motor neuron palsy that only affects your right side, yeah. and that's in the spinal cord, yeah, yeah. But it's just, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't think. Because I swear, someone might stop rubbing me, your face. Uh, it's going to sound weird. Trans- on the thing. Myelitis, yeah, on a scan that was like, yeah, and they were like, could be a I'm sure it could be, okay, but I think it's like classically okay. side. Okay. I might be wrong. Sorry, I'm just confused. That's okay. Uh, so you can get isolated spinal cord involvement in up to 20% of cases of MS. So they can just have spinal cord lesions, which I think is interesting. Um, I've got some variations of MS okay. that I'd never heard of. Okay. Do you know any? Are they true MS? I believe so. Oh, okay. No. Uh, so there's something called concentric or ballosclerosis. You ever heard of that? I'd never heard of that. Um, it's a very rare variant of MS with pathognomonic alternating concentric bands of normal and abnormal myelin. And it's often seen in oh, younger long patients. No, no. Um, Google it. It's okay. like on the axial images, you've got this like oh, target. It's mad. I Googled it earlier because I was like, I don't understand. Concentric. Um, ballosclerosis. It's annoying that your internet's being naughty. Oh, it's it's gone quicker. Good. Isn't that mad? Is this it? Mm, Yeah, I think so. It's like rings and rings. Yeah, exactly. Balloconcentric sclerosis. So that's a variant. Another variant is called Marburg, the Marburg variant. Okay. Uh, and that is, uh, it's a variant of MS that is fulminant, which means it's well bad and leads to death within months. Oh, God. So it just gets fulminant, worse. That means it's diffused, kind of. Fulminant means, I think it means, like, I think it's the actual word is referring to, like, fungi. Oh. Uh, but it means like it just spreads quickly. Yeah, it yeah. just fast spreading. It's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. 
Um, and then you've got something called, uh, oh, having said that they're variants of MS, I've got yeah. one. So this is another separate yeah. idiopathic slash autoimmune slash inflammatory yeah. demyelinating nothing disease, yeah. nothing to do with MS. Have you heard of it? Anything else you can think of? Um, a demyelinating disease. That's nothing idiopathic slash autoimmune slash inflammatory. Nothing to do with not like a gay on bar. No, no. So it's called Devic disease or neuromyelitis optica. Oh, I have heard that. So have I, and I've never known what the hell they mean in the MDTs when they're talking about it. So it's distinct from MS, okay. um, but it involves the optic nerves and the spinal cord. Okay. It's worse. Not the brain. No, no, it can involve the brain. Okay. Just hold on. <laughs> um, it's worse than MS. It's got a worse prognosis. Okay. And I think the key thing that they'd ask in a question, and I've heard them talking about in MDTs, is that you get NMO IgG mm-hmm. antibody, which is an antibody to aquaporin 4. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that NMO IgG. And you could get that, I think, from an LP. Yes, testing. you can. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the NMO IgG antibody to aquaporin 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, it works by activating the complement cascade, and that for some reason causes demyelination. I can imagine that in a question. Yeah. Um, it shows MS-type lesions um, and with involvement of the optic tracts and spinal cord. If you get brain lesions, they tend to be periventricular, whatever. Okay. I, I guess you just have it in your differential if you it's see like MS. MS. Yeah. yeah. Um, that I'm done with. Can I just ask, because of the name, do you have to have for definite involvement of the optic? I don't know. Tracked. Doesn't okay. say. Um, I guess you have to have some sort of plaque and then a standard you'd get your antibodies checked in your LP. Yeah. And then it would be like diagnosis by presence of antibodies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is it for the idiopathic slash autoimmune slash inflammatory white matter diseases. Happy? Right. Um, so you've got MS. Within MS, you've got concentric ballosclerosis and Marburg's. And then you've got a separate one, which is Devix, also known as neuromyelitis optica. Yeah. Devix. Devic, yeah. D-E-V-I-C. Okay. Uh, right. What's our next category? Um, oh, I should get the right order. It's okay. Um, I can remember viral, non-viral, iatrogenic. Yeah. Is there a general infectious? No. No, no. no uh, oh, yes, there is. Oh, um, toxic <laughs> metabolic. Yes, really nice. Thank you. So the first toxic metabolic, I would also sort of put in the category of iatrogenic. Okay. Um, this is something that at medical school, I remember when I was going to be an F1, yeah. they kept mentioning and I was like, I don't understand what you people are talking about. This is terrifying. Okay. Uh, and it's osmotic demyelination. Uh, yeah. When does that happen? Is it to do with like fluid? Like giving fluids wrongly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's caused by a rapid change in extracellular osmolality, typically occurring after aggressive correction of hyponatremia. Um, but any quick osmotic gradient change mm. it will cause endothelial damage. When you get endothelial damage, what breaks down? Blood-brain barrier. Really nice. Um, I thought you weren't going to get that. And I was going to make the blood-brain barrier. Uh, and then you get release of extracellular toxins and they damage the myelin. Um, Whatever. Yeah. Osmotic. Osmotic demyelination. demyelination. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, who is which sort of patient groups are oh. going to be vulnerable to this? Yes, old people. Thank you. <laughs> um, so it's patients that are a bit like knocked off already anyway. Yeah. So like poor nutritional status, alcoholics, chronic lung disease, liver transplant. For some reason, they're most susceptible. So I guess it's if you're frail already. Yeah. Um, where do I you tend to see it? Specifically liver yeah, I know. I find that weird mm-hmm. as well. I wonder whether you can't like liver transplant patients. You're already a bit third spaced. You've already got a lot of fluid uh, yeah. in the wrong places. Something yeah, like that. Absolutely. You're a bit osmotically yeah, challenged. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me where what you would see. What are the MRI features? Osmotic demyelination. Yeah. Well, white matter lesions. Thank you. <laughs> um, where? Where? Mm. In a specific place. Mm. I remember this from medical school for I some do. reason. Yeah. No, I don't. It's in the ponds. Oh, no, I was not going to say ponds. Um, so it's typically seen in the ponds, but can be anywhere in the brainstem and also the grey, the uh, deep grey nuclei. Yeah. Um, so bilateral. By that, do they mean like red nuclei? No, they yeah. mean you mean like the um, thalamus and the oh, basal ganglia. ganglia. Yeah. Um, so MRI features a bilateral central T2 bright in the affected region. Yeah. Signal abnormalities. So in pons the... and basal ganglia and thalamus. Yeah. So signal abnormalities in the thalamus and basal ganglia yeah. and brainstem. Same thing. Showing you a picture. Oh, thank you, darling. I said we didn't look enough. T2 pictures. bright. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, do you know another toxic metabolic white matter disease? Um, you're going to have to give me another hint. One of these I didn't realise was a white matter disease. Okay. Uh, but I have heard of it. Okay. You give chlordiaz epoxide to prevent it. Mm. Do you? It's involved. Yeah. Who do you give chlordiaz epoxide to? Who do you see score? Who do you? See score. I have no idea. How strange. Maybe they don't do it in the north. Uh, uh, who gets delirium tremens? Alcoholics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, what's a boozer's problem with their brain? Actually. Sure. There's something in particular, that, a type of encephalopathy that they can get. It's got a funny name. Do you mind? Oh, yes. Um, Wegner's. No, uh, Wernicke's. Wernicke's. Yeah. <laughs> so Wernicke encephalopathy yeah. is a toxic metabolic white matter oh, disease. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't know. Um, it's a, an acute syndrome. So it's not a chronic thing. It's acute syndrome of ataxia, confusion, and ocular motor dysfunction. That's quite classic, the ocular motor dysfunction. Um, and it can be caused by boozing, but it can also be caused by generalised metabolic disturbances such as bariatric surgery. That's really interesting. Isn't that? Um, But with it being so acute, does that mean it's quite reversible? Doesn't say that, but I think it is if you like get the um, nutrition right. Because I think it's something to do with the B vitamins or something, B12 deficiency. I've just like created that thiamine, don't you? Uh, On imaging, what might Wernicke's encephalopathy might might look like? Demyelination. Yeah, so T2 prolongation, as is typical of any white matter thing. So T2 prolongation and possible enhancement within the mammillary bodies and the medial thalamus. Do you want to look at one? Because it might. Yeah. 
Um, the non-alcoholic form, so yeah. if it's like post-bariatric yeah. surgery, you can also get some cortex, like signal change. Involved. Yeah. That is so weird. That's a weird one, isn't it? Bariatric. No, neither do I, but I love that. Mm. I think that's interesting. I just don't think why they do it. Like, there's so many complications yeah. to bariatric. But then being so big is a complication in itself. Yeah. You're going to die of diabetes. Yeah. Perhaps I'd rather die with my eyes going in wild directions. Uh, mammillary bodies and medial thalamus T2 bright. Do you know where the mammillary bodies are? Is this is quite good, isn't it? Yeah, perfect. Point out the mammillary bodies on that to me. I don't know which of the sets of arrows. <laughs> so if I tell you it's the mammillary bodies and the medial thalami. Oh, I was going to say these. Yeah. Oh, so the mammillary bodies because they look like boobies. Yeah. On corona. Yeah. Oh, you can see them on axial yeah. and stuff, but they look more like boobies, surely. Sure. And sad sure they look a bit like boobies too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just anyway. one boob. <laughs> a monoboob. A mono mo mono body. Uh, right. There is a third toxic metabolic white matter okay. disease uh, that I've never heard of. If you say it now, then I'll be yeah. amazed. Uh, it's called Machiafava Big Nami. Machiafava Big Nami. Uh, it's a fulminant yeah. demyelinating disease of the corpus callosum yeah. seen in male alcoholics. Bloody alcohol. It's real it's bad for you. Let's say drinking some nice red wine. Um, so again, I was looking this up earlier. It's um, to do with the deficiency of vitamin B. So we yeah. can remember that. Yeah. Um, it starts at the corpus callosum. When you first see it, mm -hmm. it starts in the body of the corpus callosum okay. before it moves to like the genu or the splenium. Yeah. Yeah. And you get something called a sandwich sign on okay. the... Um, so it starts in the middle of the corpus callosum body. So on the sagittal. On the sagittal, it looks yeah. like a sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it will look like a hypo-dense bit in the corpus callosum on CT. Oh, on CT. Interesting okay. fact. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah. Which I find amazing. I, you know how many CT heads we do all the time because of boozers that have fallen oh, over? Yeah. And I, I'm now going to look at the corpus callosum and be like, uh, I might have Marcia Fava big namies. <laughs> um, so on MRI, you would see, um, in the acute setting, you would see T2 hyperintensity in, in the middle of the corpus callosum. Mm -hmm. Subacute, um, you actually get T2 going down in the corpus callosum because there's like some hemosiderin to put deposition in the okay. middle of the corpus callosum so it looks dark and then presumably do you know how you said it starts in the middle you can then see it go it goes to the genium and the splenium genium yeah. and splenium no genu <laughs> and splenium yeah that's all my toxic metabolic okay can um, i tell you them back yes please um God, is it back? too enthusiastic <laughs> no i'm like mm. the toxic metabolic yeah um the first one which was the one we knew about yeah was the fear of every F1. Oh, osmotic demyelination. Very nice. Uh, so basically on correcting hyponatremia too quickly or in fluids too quickly. Uh, oh, wait, should I just name them? We've yeah, just, just name them. them. Yeah, yeah. So the first one was osmotic demyelination. Rewind if you can't remember. <laughs> Me. Uh, the second uh, wasn't Bernicus. There was one before, is that right? It doesn't matter. Okay, I so don't mind. So one's, one's Wernicke's. Yeah. Another one. Wernicke's encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. Yeah. Um, 
it Machiavi. Machiavi. Benovi. It's Big Namey, which Benovi. I like because it's got a big namey. Yeah, Marchiavi, <laughs> Big Namey. Marchiavi. Why? Oh, mine it's different. Is it? Yeah. Is that because you... me, I thought. Oh, no. <laughs> you just like t- typed the wrong thing, isn't Marchiavi, it? Big Namey. Yeah. And that's like another B deficiency. Yeah. Um. And then, sorry, I'm not supposed to be talking about them. And then the... Fourth one. No, there wasn't a fourth one. Oh, was there only three? Yeah. Oh, five. <laughs> I'm trying to think of another Remind one. me of the idiopathic slash autoimmune slash inflammatory ones. Oh, so not the one I just told you. Uh, MS, yeah. straightforward MS, and then you have like MS variants. Yeah. Uh, which are balloconcentric. Concentric ballosclerosis, yeah, real nice. Concentric ballosclerosis. Um, Something like Magnus sclerosis. <laughs> Marburg variant. Marburg variant. Yeah. Um, and there's another one. There's not another variant, no, but there's another, another separate entity. Entity. Um, it's got two names. Yes, neuromyelitis optica or Devic. Yeah. I was going to say Derek. Derek! Derek! Uh, Very nice. What time are we on? Have we got time for another category? Oh, yeah, we need to remember. Oh, no! Oh, quick, stop. Kind regards. Bye. (laughs)